This episode is sponsored by FreshBox, the ultimate fresh food delivery service. Tired of making the same old spaghetti, meatloaf, and baked potato night after night? I've been there. But then I discovered FreshBox, and cooking healthy homemade meals has never been the same. Let me give you a sense of what I'm talking about. Last night, I had fennel mango taquitos. Fennel mango taquitos! How does that sound to you? And here's the thing. I'm no culinary genius. I'm just a Freshbox subscriber. Freshbox recipes are dreamed up by top-rated Michelin star chefs, and ingredients are hand-selected and sent straight to your door. So how does it work? Well, first you need to download the Freshbox app and indicate all your food preferences, allergies, and so on. Gluten-free? Vegan? Freshbox has you covered. Next, obtain a cardboard box about yay large and place it near the entrance to your home. This will be your Freshbox Freshbox, and all deliveries will be placed inside the box. It's important that you use the same box week after week so that the delivery person can recognize it as your Freshbox. And that's it. Every Monday morning, your ingredients will be placed in the box where they'll be waiting for you when you get home from work. Oh, and I haven't even told you the best part. Freshbox's commitment to sustainability means that they use no packaging of any kind in their deliveries. Okay, I've got this week's delivery right here. Let's see what's inside. Carrots, spinach, ooh, rhubarb. Wow, looks like I'm making a pie this week. Can't wait. Okay, we've got beef, got some pork. Uh, You can really tell this company's commitment to the environment because they don't even wrap the meat in paper. Okay, that looks like asparagus, I think. It's a bit hard to tell because it's covered in beef blood. Is that asparagus or green beans? It's kind of like a greenish, reddish. Oh, damn! A whole octopus! I guess that's for sushi? I'm not sure. Okay, and what's underneath the octopus? Strawberries! I love those. That must be for the strawberry rhubarb pie. Oh, wait. No, those are cherry tomatoes. (laughs) They just look like strawberries on account of all that octopus slime. Who's there? Fresh box. Fresh box who? Fresh box wants to eat you. Fresh box wants to eat you. Season 1, Episode 2. Vaccine gangs in New York. Yeah, forget about it. Hey, man, it's really great you finally come to my barbershop as a customer. That's cool, man. Well, we've been friends for how long now? Too long. (laughs) 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 So, I'm going to take about two inches off the top and do a fade on the back. Whoa, whoa. Aren't you going to ask me what cut I want? Zeb, I've seen you with short hair. I've seen you with a shaved head. And? And I know what's going to look good framing your face. Framing my face? Yeah, man. This cut is going to project confidence and make you look taller. Just trust me. I'm a professional. And does every guy who walks in just have to trust you? What do you mean? Well, don't you usually ask your customers what cut they want? Or is this a get-what-you-get-just-trust-me kind of establishment? I do ask my customers what they want. So why not me? Because we're bros, and I know what will look good on you. Well, I'm here as a customer. 
I'd like to be treated as one. What the hell are you on about? All these years, you've been after me, like the viper after his prey, to come to your barber shop as a customer. Well, I'm here. Customer 23B has arrived. We don't number our customers. They give us their name. I'm here as a customer, just like you asked. So I expect a full complement of customer service. Can you just pipe down already so I can cut your hair? Manager! Oh, manager! I'm not receiving service from this horrible employee. Zeeb, you know I'm the owner. Yeah, well, you're gonna fucking serve me. You could have left me alone at any time, but you kept after me to come to your shop as a customer. Come to your shop as a customer. Well, I'm here, I'm paying, and I want my money's worth. Just quiet down, you. We're going to get you your money's worth. Good. Okay. What haircut do you want, Zeb? Oh, so we're on a first-name basis now. Is that how you are with your customers? Yeah, a lot of them are regulars. Well, I've never come here for a cut before. I'm a brand new customer, and I want you to treat me as one. Jesus Christ. Okay, what cut are we getting today, Mr... Rob? We'll get to that. First, I want my coconut ice water. We don't do that here. This isn't a spa. Oh, manager! Christ, sit down. I can go around the corner and get you a lemonade, but I'm billing you for the drink in the lost time. So this is how you treat your customers, upselling them with price-inflated add-ons, nickel-and-diming, hard-working taxpayers. Might as well go to Mall Cuts Incorporated if you want to be viewed as a walking, talking invoice. Fine. I'll go to the Mini Mart on 5th and get you a drink on the house. Bring me one of those expensive Italian lemonades that are just 7-Up in a lemon-shaped glass bottle. Fine, fine. One San Piscatelli coming up. Hey, I'm sorry to eavesdrop, but can you tell me what just happened there? He was adamant about no complimentary refreshments. Then all of a sudden he's running out to get you a limonada. <laughs> Here's what happened. While we were talking, I noticed his fly was undone and his penis was poking out through the front of his pants. He clearly noticed, noticed I had noticed, and decided to appease me to avoid the embarrassment of me drawing attention to it. Nah, Connor's always got his dick out at the barber shop. It's gotta be something else. Dan, you've come so far this year, and you are so ready for your recital. Thanks, Ellen. You're the best teacher. See you next week. <gasps> Don't forget to practice measure 47. Oh, hi. You must be the dad of the new student. Felix, right? Actually, I'm Felix. Oh, God. <laughs> Forgive me. Most of my students are younger, but I do teach all ages. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be honest, I hesitated before coming to this lesson. I've wanted to play piano my whole life, but I'm just afraid I won't stick with it, and that would just break my heart. It means a lot to you, doesn't it? It really does. It's kind of always been my dream to play piano, you know? I feel that. Okay, so are you a beginner? Intermediate? Total beginner. Okay, well... Sit down. Let's get you started on a couple... Okay, well, that was a perfect B-flat major scale. Yeah, I know. Oh, 
Yeah, okay. So I'm definitely a beginner, but yeah, I know a few basic scales. Okay, so how about... And some chords, but I've barely touched a piano. Right. Well, let's get started with the left hand for today, and then next week we can... So I guess you know a couple of pieces too, huh? What? Oh, no. This was just something I heard playing on classical radio on the way over here. Oh, so you just heard it and were able... Okay, um, Felix? Yeah? Um, that's really good playing. Do you think we can be honest with each other about what your level is? Good playing? What? I'm, I'm just moving my fingers around at random. If that's good playing, my cat is a good player. I'm not following you, dude. Well, my cat sometimes walks his little paws across my piano at home, and it sounds like that. Like that? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, I'll show you. I recorded one on my phone this morning. That was your cat? Yeah, what's so hard to believe about that? I mean, cats don't even move their feet that fast. She was really hopped up on catnip. Okay. How about if I just give you your money back and... God, it's happening already. What is? I knew I was going to screw up and not stick with it. I just, I thought maybe I'd last longer than, oh, five minutes. It's like I want to fail in life. God, this is canoe carving all over again. Oh, Jesus. Do you have a half-finished canoe in your garage? No, I finished it. And I carved a whole fleet for me and my fraternity brothers. And we paddled the Missouri River, retracing Lewis and Clark's voyage. Is that so? Yeah, Netflix made a documentary about us. So in your mind, that's not sticking to it. I just, I drop things at the first sign of difficulty. Let me ask, are you this way in your career? Oh, I am worse with job stuff. My last job, I quit at the first sign of difficulty. I was just out of there. And what was your job? I was at one of the big Silicon Valley firms. I was vice president. Uh Uh-huh. And where do you work now? Same company. Are you president now? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Are you fucking with me? No. Why? Because that wasn't you failing to stick with it. That was because you're getting a promotion to a better job. The best job, actually. And me giving you your money back? That's not because you're giving up on piano. It's because you've obviously been playing for years and there's nothing I can teach you. Also, your cat is weirdly good at piano. Are you sure she's not an anamorph? Look, I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but... Let me ask you... Do you have high standards for yourself and your family? No, I wouldn't say so. Do your kids ever show you their report cards and you tell them that their grades are lousy, but actually they're a bunch of a hundreds? Well, yeah, every semester. It's a failing grade. A hundred is a perfect score. Nuh-uh, it's just like with liquor. 100 proof is only half alcohol. No, that's not how grading works. It's a percentage out of a hundred. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, damn. I should probably apologize to the kids. (laughs) Do you feel better now? Yeah. Uh, Wow, I mean, so much is coming into perspective all of a sudden. 
Holy shit, I am amazing at carving canoes. God, I can't believe you've never listened to Livestock Dismemberment. Uh, they're in my top five favorite factory farm core bands. Uh, it's not really my usual style. I'm more into, like, Anais Mitchell, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, just uh, trust me. They're going to blow your mind tonight. The, the drummer actually butchers a live lamb on stage during the encore. Oh, wow. That's, um... That's, that's that's different. Yeah, and if you think this show is awesome, just wait. There's so many Carnage Core bands that we can go see together. Some of them are really fucking crazy. You know Let's just get through this first date first, shall we? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it would help if this fucking line would move already. Next. Hey, it's our turn. Step forward. Let's keep the line moving. Here, uh, two tickets for one couple. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't call us that at this time. I need to see your papers. Yeah, I've got the tickets right here. I said, I need to see your papers. You mean like, okay, like the receipt. Yeah, I think it's here somewhere. Vaccination papers. No entry without them. Oh, I didn't know this was a vaccinated only show. Well, yeah, I'm fully vaxxed as of Monday. Uh, anyway, the guitarist in this band is Norwegian, but the Which rest are... vaccine? Hmm? Oh, um, one of the fancy new tech ones. So I hope you're cool with Fate Blood because this band Pfizer? What? Uh, no, the other one. Um, Moderna. Security, we have a 3620. Under that, sending backup. Sorry, what? What? What's going on? You're not allowed into this venue. But I'm fully vaccinated. I have my card in my wallet here. Just let me find it. We do not allow mods in this venue. You don't allow what? Ryan, you didn't tell me you were a mod. What the fuck's a mod? The mods are our sworn enemies. This venue is controlled by the Phi Beta Kappas. I was certain he was one of us. Where is he? Right over here, this one. Sir... You're gonna need to come this way. I'm taking you into custody. Why? Because I didn't get the Pfizer vaccine? Okay, what the hell? I thought this was America. This was America. Was. But when the vaccines came, freedom died. You mod fucker, you're coming with me. Okay, wait, what? What the fuck? Where are you taking me? I have rights, you know. What, okay, what the? Uh, Danielle, is this cool? What the fuck is going on right now? I swear, I didn't know he was a mod. Dude, don't don't tase me, bro. What? Shut up, Moderna scum. We're taking you where your impure blood won't mix with that of us hard-working Pfizer-vaccinated supermen. I swear I didn't know he was a mod. Make sure it doesn't happen again. Fraternizing with the enemy is a very serious offense. By the way, I'm single. If you wanted to meet up after the show... Sorry, I'm married to my work. The work of keeping the streets safe from people who have taken the wrong vaccine. Also, I'm asexual and aromantic. I have to respect that. Diversity is our strength. Okay, hey, unhand me. Where have you taken me? This will be your cell. You are now prisoner number 432 78 
B. Okay, I am not a number. I'm a free man. <laughs> Looks like you have a visitor. Hello? Is this the right room? 43278B? Yes, this one. Hi, Mr. Lorry. The name's Shelly. I'm your kangaroo court-appointed lawyer. Shelly, what is going on here? Has the world gone mad? Society has been riven by conflict between rival vaccine gangs. You know how it is. So, you're a lawyer? Yes. I'm going to represent you in kangaroo court. But just be warned, they picked me because I'm a really bad lawyer. How bad are we talking? Well, I went to Brown. Oh, well, that's not so bad. I thought maybe... For media studies. Oh, my God. Somebody get me out of here! Okay, listen, Brian. We only have a few seconds to work at our defense. We're going to say that there were no Pfizer vaccines left at the clinic. This defense never works, but it's our only option. Have you given any thought yet to your preferred execution style? My preferred... What? They're going to give me the death penalty for having the wrong vaccine? Mr. Lorry, the kangaroo court will see you now. Why does everyone keep calling it that? Because it's not a legitimate judicial body. It's a sham. Also, Belthangor, who presides over the court, is a giant talking kangaroo. Isn't this zany enough without talking marsupials? It's something about kangaroos, Australia, Mad Max. It's all pretty high concept. Order! Order! Order in the kangaroo court! Order! I am Balthangor, judge, jury, and executioner of this court, and warlord of the Phi Beta Kappa outlaw vaccine guy. We will be hearing a case, but first, all rise for the anthem of our people, the Star Spangled Jabba. Okay, that's enough. Fuck, that is the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm from Australia. Now, where were we? Ah, yes. Mr. Lorry, you stand accused of blood treason. Your Honor, my client is a simple victim of undersupply. You see, there were no more Pfizer shots left when he got to the vaccination clinic, so he had no choice. No, just stop, okay? None of that is true. Brian, let me handle this. You're out of your depth here. I thank you for your help, but I've got this. As you wish. But whatever you do, don't stare at Balfangor's pouch. Well, that would have been a whole lot easier before you mentioned the pouch. Mr. Loray! Your Honor, the great and magnificent... Balzandro. Balthangor. Right. Balfrodo. Balthangor. I'm sorry. Baldindong? Balthangor. Right. Bal... Fuck. How can you being a kangaroo not be the weirdest thing about you? Can I just call you Gore? That does sound kind of cool, actually. Okay. Gore. As I was saying... Could you call me Al Gore? Why would you want me to call you... That really doesn't matter, does it? Okay. Vice President Al Gore. That's President Al Gore to you. I won that election. Technically, there were some hanging chats. Oh, this is getting real crazy real fast. Look, Your Honor. I am guilty. I'm guilty of romantic malpractice. I met a really bright, beautiful woman on a dating app, and when she agreed to go out with me, I took her to an extremely niche metal concert, even though she clearly wasn't into the idea. And I made her pay for the ticket. 
Even though she only earned 77 cents on the dollar compared with me. And worst of all, after the show, I was planning to nag her into letting me have sex with her. If I should be punished for anything, it's that. But as for the vaccine stuff, well, does it matter if someone took the Moderna or the Pfizer or the AstraZeneca or the Russian or the Chinese one even? What about the people who took Johnson & Johnson? Oh, well, fuck those people. I did once. It wasn't good. Your Honor, we're not enemies. We are allies. We're all fighting a common scourge, and yet somehow we've allowed our small differences to divide us. I say we end this crazy war and get back to the things that really matter. Well, Mr. Laurie, you made some compelling points. Unfortunately, the law is the law. I hereby sentence you to death. You may choose between the electric chair and the firing squad. So that's it then? There's no way to overturn this grave miscarriage of justice? Not unless someone sponsors you. Sponsors me? It's a very rare technicality. Basically, someone from the gang would have to vouch for you. They would be excommunicated from the tribe forever. But both your lives would be spared. I volunteer a sponsor. Oh, Danielle, is, is that you? You'll really sponsor me after I took you out on the date from hell? It was honestly worse than that. More like the date from New Hampshire, but it's not your fault. You were poorly socialized, and I believe in second chances. Are you saying that you'd like a second try on our first date? I am. But no weird concerts and no sexual pressure. I just want to take our time, you know, get to it when it feels right. That sounds absolutely perfect. And no metal shows this time. We can go wherever you like. Well, I am an art history major. I was thinking maybe we could hit the Warhol exhibit at the art museum. Done. Uh, deal. I love canned soup. Oh, Danielle. You truly are an amazing woman. Order! Order in the kangaroo court! Order! 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 Wait, are you saying there's 0% chance of sex on the first date? I mean, probably by the third or fourth date. I picked the firing squad. Hey, that was this month's episode of the What the Hey Show for Millennials. Did you enjoy it? Of course you did. Here are some things you can do to support the show. First, bop on over to patreon.com slash whsfmpod. There, you can sign up for one of our tiered patron programs that come with all sorts of fun goodies, and you'll be supporting the show. Next, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to this. That way, you'll get each new episode as it drops. Oh, and if you're on Apple Podcasts or another app that allows you to leave reviews, would you consider leaving one? Five-star minimum, of course. Next, why don't you go ahead and follow the show on Instagram and Twitter? The handle for both platforms is WHSFMPod. That's W-H-S-F-M-P-O-D. There you'll get all the latest news and updates, and you can engage with us. Pretty cool. And the last thing you can do is just share the show with your friends, family, co-workers, religious and spiritual leaders, yoga instructors, and auto mechanics. Word of mouth is where it's at, yo. All right, I'm out. See you next month.